like I still have people that says I'm stupid for messing with Bitcoin every week. But if I can get somebody else to be like, hey, you know what? It's not stupid. This is why. And it all started from this image and they went down the rabbit hole, as they say. That would be awesome. This is the Bitcoin Muse, and I'm Clay Enos. Today, I'm joined by Hack Zero, whose humble demeanor finds a prolific outpouring of imagery using MidJourney in service to Bitcoin. Now, this podcast is my way to move the needle for Bitcoin, so your ratings and reviews help immensely, and I'd really appreciate you sharing this pod in your circles. I have no sponsors, so the value-for-value model has great allure. If you're not listening on Fountain or the Breeze apps, maybe down the line you can and stream or boost some sats this way. I'm proudly tithing 10% of my stream to OpenSats to help them support Bitcoin and other free and open source projects. Now back to Hack Zero. He really pours his unencumbered passion for Bitcoin into the latest AI tools for image making. As someone not at all versed in the fine arts, his pure commitment to educating and inspiring deeper understanding of Bitcoin hints at a brave new world of voices like his tapping these newfangled beauty engines to express themselves visually for the first time. It's thought-provoking stuff, so without further ado, here's my conversation. Hack Zero, I'm just curious how you would describe yourself. A pleb, but Bitcoin maximalist. I'm at the bottom of the food chain for Bitcoiners, I'd say. The bottom of the food chain in terms of influence? Yes, I would say for influence. You might be being overly humble there. Well, I've kicked out some good images, but if Sailor's not staring my images, it's maybe 20, 30 likes a day. It's more than nothing, but it's it isn't like heavily influential. It doesn't feel like, well, at least it doesn't feel like. How did you come to to being, shall we say, uh, you know, an AI artist for Bitcoin? I took some time off uh, when ChatGTP came out and uh, a couple days and I said, okay, AI is gonna be one of the most powerful things that we've ever experienced. So it's worth taking some time off and experiment with it. And I found out after about a week or two that it just wasn't what I was expecting. It's very, it's good at carrying on a conversation, but it's limited in its responses, I wanna say. It's, it's held back, you can tell. There's been talk about it all over the internet that it's held back. So I decided, okay, that's pretty good. And then I started seeing some images and I was like, all right, we'll give this a go. And then I started playing with it. And about three hours later, I was like, oh, now that's a good one. And then just kept playing with it more and it kept getting better and better. And then it was to the point where I was, I was standing up just like, wow, I can't believe the words I'm putting in is making these images. This is actually working for me. I've never had that experience before. And I guess I've been hooked ever since then. That's pretty great. So it made you a visual artist in a way that you was not possible prior. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My handwriting's horrible. I can't draw to save my life. I'm not, I'm definitely not an artist in the normal sense by any means. I love that. I saw, I was poking through your Twitter feed and somebody had, um, had written that AI will enable a massive amount of people to create art without having to take the time to hone their craft and using traditional methods. And then they ask, do you think that is good or bad? 
And I loved your response because you said, good. Art comes from the mind. And then imagine the art that will come from the physically disabled. And, and that it just sort of filled me with joy, really, because it was a, a light on an idea I hadn't given much thought to. And I, I wonder if you could expand on that. Yeah. So I was actually thinking about this uh, more than the mind, because the mind is controlled by your emotions to a degree. You can make logical decisions, but there are emotional influences on it. So I would say it's also by your heart and soul, too, that can make your mind want to create, make art, I guess. Yeah. And and what is art to you? I mean, not to get in. That's a, obviously that's been, <laughs> yeah, that's very well debated. But what is it? Because if you're making art, what is it to you? What what is your, your where is your heart and mind then? <laughs> very much so with Bitcoin. Uh, constantly thinking about it. Constantly waiting for the future. Hoping the future would come now. The Bitcoin world that is there, but I'm willing to wait. I know it's going to be a long process for people to adapt. This is how these things go. Change is hard. That's what history has shown. But that's kind of my drive, I guess, for making the art is to uh, make more people aware of it. Hopefully get interested in it and take a look at it. So do you pick fights with anybody who might say that AI isn't a tool for an artist? Not, And I by picking fights, I mean that metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Kind of like, oh, I can't think of his name right now. Beeple. Beeple has said a few things about AI art. And it's kind of like, okay, well, I see your point. You know, proof of work. Uh, it's time to make art. Yeah. But it also takes a little bit of time to make my AI stuff. But it's still, it's, it's just faster, really. But I know he said a few times. I don't know if his stance is fully on with anti-AI art or whatever, but to each his own, you know. And I just remember him saying something about AI art and some image, and I was like, ooh, shots fired. I remember making that comment on Twitter, but outside of that, not too much. I, I haven't seeked out too much. It's more about seeking out acceptance, I would say, honestly. For the art form or for your message? Yeah, for the art form, because it's if it's for Bitcoin, to me, it really doesn't matter if it's AI art or not, because I'm obviously doing AI art. But if it's to get it in front of people to become aware, I, I don't really care how it's done. Yeah, cool. You know, and I'll just for context, as a photographer, there's something inherent in the human condition. We tend to reject the new, right? Yeah. And so here's AI is this fresh new way to create images. But it wasn't long ago. That like 1860 photography was new and they wrote photography is but a tool a mechanical process devoid of true artistic merit it can never reach the heights of fine art another guy about three years later so what has been you know still late 1800s photography is a wretched mechanical art a sorry substitute for genuine artistic skill and creativity there was no debate today a hundred and 50 years later, the photography is an art form. Yeah. So I can see AI being in the same boat. Yeah, that's how it is with most technology. People are adverse to it at first, and then they get used to it. It's like those great 
the great illustrations of of people hung up in the wi electric wires, right? Yes, I love that image. I love that image. That is a great one. I, I know I've saved that on my phone. I, I know I have it somewhere. I love that one. It is so comparable to that image. You're all, you know, on some level, obviously, you would have been pro-electricity, I think, back in the day. Yeah, uh, considering I've worked with it enough now, but at the time, it would have been new. You would have been making art pro-electricity, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, seeing how it can make our world better, yeah. Yeah, you know, a funny, a funny bit of trivia, the Grand Central Station here in Manhattan, all of the light bulbs are uncovered bare bulbs because Vanderbilt was so proud of his electric station, he didn't want to obscure them under lampshades. And so hmm. he was a he was a pro electricity yeah. uh, rich guy. Yeah. And and used the light bulb, the bare bulb, as a way of expressing his, you know, his pride in the new the new tech. Yeah. Huh. Now we just look at a light bulb and know anything twice about it. Yeah. It's for granted. Totally. I wonder if there will be a similar, you know, a, it, just the Bitcoin B or anything, right? Where all these things are new to us and, and so few people understand them. Any art form that, that emerges out of this new tech will be looked at askance, you know, not understood. Kind of like people when they're averse to Bitcoin. Yeah. Saying it's not backed by anything. Yeah. We've all witnessed these conversations, right? Certainly on Twitter. Yeah. I don't, I've been a lurker. So to be fair, I haven't really weighed in. I've watched and I've let the Bitsteins of the world, you know, take the, take the, the heat or, or the, the incredibly articulate ones run that show. Do you as a mimetic AI artist feel charged to like weigh in those battles with imagery? Oh, yes. Uh, like if I see a really great quote about Bitcoin, it definitely, okay, how can I make this visual? How can I, like there's some issue or articles by uh, Tomer that is just brilliant. And it's like, man, I wish more people would read this. Is there any way I can make an image that would strike people's attention to be like, hey, what's this? This looks cool. It's, you know, judge a book by its cover first thing. And then when they get halfway through it, I'll be like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever read in my life. If I find a particular article that I is great, I've done that a few times, a couple times, but <sighs> that takes a lot of time because you got to read the article first and make sure it's a good one and then try and interpret that. Yeah, or you can let Guy Swan read it to you. Yeah, uh, that happens quite a bit. I'm a big fan of him. <laughs> Same here. He's a huge part of my journey, I think. Have you done something, as say, as simple as that? We're taking a Robert Breedlove quote and popped it into the yeah. mid-journey to see what comes uh, out. This new generation, it is better with AI. Uh, I can't remember what I was just trying yesterday, and it came back with junk. It's hit or miss. It's 25% of the time, maybe less, it comes back with something good. But then you got to add more to it. It's like a good, a good starting point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but do you have an art background? No, no, not at all. Just whatever classes I took in high school, and I think I passed those. It's been forever, but I made it. Those are the only ones I do well in. If there was a way to not take math and to do more art, that's where I went. So this whole weird 
rather elitist vocabulary associated with art, art critique. That is just not something that you're going to, even just describing an image and to choose an aesthetic isn't something you've concerned yourself with. No, actually, that's where I do use chat GTP just to come up with some crazy words I've never used before. Like I'll put on a basic word and give me top 10 examples of what's relative to this. And then, oh, okay, we'll try it with that word. And if that doesn't work, then I'll try it with another one on that list. So having the high vocabulary, like most artists would, well, AI is kind of overriding that there just to describe it. So Yeah, and also I don't, if we're talking about something where the mind and the heart are aligned, then the words don't matter. You know, I like guess, as, as I had mentioned, Fitz Dean and, and John Vallis and all of those guys, they, they can take the, the vocabulary where they need to. We're going to be over here trying to make pictures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of liberating on some level. Yeah. It's hard to describe something you can just see in your mind. Are you pre-visualizing these things? So are, do you, when you sit down to create, are you, I mean, I don't want it to see, you don't have to give away your prompts or anything, but, but you've got something in your head and then you're, and then you're smashing at that machine to give you what you want. Uh, it's a mixture. So my most popular one or most viewed one is that Bitcoin train I have at the, whatever, top of the Twitter page there. And uh, so it's just, I knew old, I noticed Bitcoin logo coin round, anything that's round, the AI seems to like with Bitcoin because it's a coin and it's round and kind of the same. I was like, well, new trains, they're not really round in the front, but the old fashioned steam trains, oh, now they're round on the front. And then I was like, okay, well, we're doing trains. We're going to do steampunk. We're going to add in that prompt. And wow, okay, there, that's the right direction. So, I mean, it helps knowing, like I went through the whole library for mid journey and I do not have that memorized, but you know, there's some key ones that really stuck out like cyberpunk and stuff like that. They, those prompts really create an image that you want, or at least I want for the most part. Yeah. And then you're saying you're iterating from there. Yes. Or will you put that prompt in and, and tweak words here and there? And then, yes, it, it, sometimes it can be, you need to put one word in front of the other. And then for the next one, it'll be just the other way. It's weird how it just, cause it, Based the weight of your image of the priority of which we which way you got typed in. How much do you just let your own passions dictate you, and how much are you responding sort of a quicker to the current events of things? So you're, like your Charlie Munger feels like it was a a slight deviation from your normal, more let's say uh, sort of global fare. Yeah, he pissed me off. <laughs> I imagine like most people, he probably does, or miss, most Bitcoiners. He does got a great quote, though, and I hate it that it came from him, that show me the incentive and I'll show you the outcome. I mean, that is fantastic. But outside of that, he, he doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, and it's, I don't know why he talks about it. It's very aggravating that he is in such a high status and talks that way about Bitcoin, something he obviously hasn't studied. Well, you know, that work in particular reminded me of there's a long tradition in art of poking fun and critiquing power structures. Oh yeah. And he certainly represents 
the fiat power structure. Yes. Yes, he does. So it's okay. You're in a good tradition to, to deviate. But, but it did feel like a deviation. What's fun is you've got this medium that is giving you a voice, not to mix a metaphor, that allows you to deal with rather expansive ideas that Bitcoin might encompass, and then absolutely arrow through the heart of an individual. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely uh, uh, really make someone look bad on there with some of the images. It, it's possible. And I don't know, it's just too much negativity all the time. But I make exceptions every once in a while, I guess. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, look, I, I think it's I think it's fun. And it also just shows the breadth. I don't know. It's it's revealing of your uh, your character. Most of your stuff isn't yeah. that. You're definitely uh, an optimist. I can tell you're an optimist from your work. Yeah, well, like I said, I just, I don't know. I hope I live to see what the world brings with the Bitcoin. You know, it'd be nice to be able to see. But if I don't, then I got kids. <laughs> tell me more about that. Like how, so there's hope, right? Obviously you're a hopeful person. Oh yeah. Is hope one of your keywords? I've used it a few times. I've actually worked on... Uh, that particular word for a long time. One image I have not been able to try to do, I wanted basically like some type of robot making a picky promise to a child. Because to me, that's more trust and hope than a handshake or anything else. Bitcoin gives hope for the future for the next generation for sure, maybe for ours. And that's why I wanted to do the child. And I, I didn't know how to best represent a uh, Bitcoin as a person outside of like a robot because it's, uh, it's a technology at the end of the day. Well, I think, uh, yeah, so that's, so that's on deck. That's in your, that's in your, uh, your prompt queue. Yeah, I've tried. It just, it doesn't like hands and it doesn't, when you say like a pinky promise, it definitely does not want to do a pinky promise. <laughs> it was a hot dog so. promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> I've noticed. I've noticed. I would, it's actually kind of funny that the that the the AI struggles so much with fingers. It reminds me a little bit what Brecky's trying to do now with his his marble sculpture and the and the hand doing um you know the the classic meditation uh, gesture. So maybe he's he's having better luck than AI for sure. But he's chinking away at it. <laughs> with his chisel in marble. So it's going to be a race. His six months of sculpting versus the V6, V7, God knows what, coming out of mid-journey. I was just thinking trying to carve fingers out of marble sounds extremely like stressful because what's if you uh, break it off or something? I mean, you glue it back on, <laughs> people are going to see that. It doesn't work. Yeah, You'd have to start all over. Ugh. No, man, what he's doing is legit, right? carving stone and i'm not that's not to diminish anything of what you're doing right i mean I, I think that in the end it's connecting that heart and mind to be drawn by an aesthetic of beauty or whatever and in your case and similar in his there's there's a persuasive aspect there's a celebratory aspect to bring the good news of bitcoin into the world do you Take that approach. I mean, the good news using the the gospel analogy. Do you feel a kind of religious fervor flowing through you? Uh, just about as <laughs> to get on the religious aspect. I've almost said there's no way 
a friend of mine has told me all was created by aliens and stuff. I was like, well, it could have been created by God. I, you know, gold was created by God and it could have been Bitcoin could be the redemption for us getting off the gold standard. I don't know if that's going to be too biblical or what there, but I know a lot of people are that way. I mean, it could be a possibility. I, you don't know. Yeah. To be determined. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of a messianic technology that I'm comfortable with that because it gives sort of scale and proportion to what I think Bitcoin is. And, and you say messianic and you get people's attention and it can be a catalyst for conversation for sure. Yeah. Even from the atheists switching it up to, to the specific work of your uh, girl with the Bitcoin earring. I really loved it because I was, a, I'm a fan of Vermeer uh, and her, his famous painting of the girl with the pearl earring. I'm curious, what was your, what was your motivation there? Well, I seen the image, and it just an earring, I guess, would be. It, it was a little big of an earring. That was AI doing that, not me, but it worked out. I just it's a good visual image, and I figured I'd try something more modern with that style and that pose to see if anybody would recognize it. That's really what I, I wondered if people would even recognize a pose there. It's because every, the Bitcoin and all the modern scenery. I loved it. And I think when you shared it on Twitter, there was some responses and, and you got engaged with somebody and you wrote, Bitcoin could easily be the beginning of a new Renaissance. If true, the AI memes I make will be irrelevant in comparison to the art we will see then. Yeah. yeah explain that. Do you, do you still think that? Yeah. That's actually comes from somebody else that I've read saying that Bitcoin could be a, a, the new renaissance. But I agree with it. It's because the renaissance was a time period of great change. And I, I think that's what Bitcoin's going to bring. But you you diminish your own efforts to thinking somebody else is going to do it better? Well, uh, maybe. Just because I don't have the artistic background and mix that with AI is just going to constantly get better. I don't see how it wouldn't just get better with time because sooner or later, somebody's going to catch on to what Bitcoin is and have an outstanding background with art and make me look like I was nothing like I was in there. Well, you know, no one knew Vermeer was there for 200 years and then until he was rediscovered. So you're going to have maybe a similar, maybe you'll just never go away, the digital nature of things or the high profile nature of a, you're, you have a sailor instead of a Medici. <laughs> You've got somebody else there that's got your back. Similar, I think there's a constant dismissal of the new tech, especially of a new art form. Graffiti was just graffiti, and now it's lauded as art. I think it's difficult for us to, to know how our efforts will be received decades or centuries from now. That's true. Kind of cool. Are you are you doing anything to preserve your work? Um, I need to. There's a few things I've been trying to work on. I, I was working with BTC cards and I got a few prints on his cards. But then I was thinking like doing some prints and i don't know if that would be like long-term storage i really need to do more than just store it on mid-journey third cloud server and then my laptop i need to do more than that it's just you make so much of it oh man 
I'd hate to know how many images I make. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh yeah, your your photos that you yeah, there's so much. If you had to find a hundred images down the line and and self-publish a book, I bet there'd be interest. Be interesting to try that. Yeah, Hack Zero Volume One, Hack Zero Volume Two. <laughs> be kind of cool. Can you see that and? in some beautiful library one day and it's just six volumes of hack zero. Oh, that'd be nice, but that's not really my <laughs> whole point with this. It's more about getting this, the word out to people. Uh, it'd be nice to have that record, but that's not ultimately my goal, but maybe someone will, maybe I would, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. Do you consider yourself, uh, like, is there a, propaganda aspect to what you're doing yeah like yeah to a degree it's it's just to get people interested in bitcoin a striking image that's what got me into bitcoin the story is i was following a libertarian page on facebook and they had this dragon ball z character doing all this like fancy power up lightning leveling and next thing you know bitcoin price is seven thousand dollars then nine thousand dollars what is this? Why, uh, why is this guy here? And why is the price jumping up so much? And that, that was the start of the whole second falling into Bitcoin. The first one is just a shame. <laughs> we all have the same story. Dismissal. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a dismissal. Uh, to tell the truth, it was, uh, I was talking about it to a friend at work one day. And uh, another coworker in front of me turned around and said, Bitcoin? that's stupid. And that's all it took. Somebody else judged me just for talking about it. And I walked away. And that was, that was at the very beginning. It was, I read about it in that uh, magazine. It was like 2009. Boy, if I could have gone in and did what I was going to then, you know, but that's how it goes. Well, it's interesting, right? That we as we're so susceptible to the tiniest thing, like course correcting two words, right? That's stupid and your entire life went a different direction. Is that a part of your motivation now to make imagery that might course correct back? Yeah. With literally one image can course correct somebody in what you would argue is the right direction. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If someone looked at that image and said, wow, why would someone spend so much time making this? And then studied it just long enough to be confident about it, and then, you know, you have somebody else. Like, I still have people that says I'm stupid for messing with Bitcoin every week. But if I can get somebody else to be like, hey, you know what? It's not stupid. This is why. And it all started from this image. And they went down the rabbit hole, as they say. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah, cool, man. Well, you've learned your lesson and you've internalized that lesson. And now you try and keep someone else from, from repeating it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the role then of making persuasive imagery? Like, what is that motivating factor? Is it, do you just want to make something beautiful, strong, compelling, all those things? Yeah. When you sit there and you think, how am I going to get somebody over to my side? What do you think? What do you say? Uh, striking is the first word that comes to mind. Striking. I shared a tweet the other day of a guy that says something about DMT and want to stare at an image all day. And I was like, well, I, I successfully made a striking image and I, that was that was definitely a goal there to get someone to say something like that. That definitely made my day there. Would you argue that beauty is in the eye of the beholder or if there's a definable way to frame it and create it? 
Uh, that's all in the beholder. That's why I don't try and stick with one style. Hey, this looks good. Let's try this. Let's try this now. Like, I'm so over the place with what anybody would call style, I guess. I, I don't have the art background. I don't know how you would define styles, but I, it, I try every aspect. If it looks neat to me, okay, let's try it. Let's see what happens. So long as it's on mission, I guess, on point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that we've, we've talked before, and I thought it was pretty funny that you were using an art medium that no one respects, making art about a money no one respects. Yeah. You got the double burden there, my brother. Yeah, a lot of hate on me. <laughs> That's all right, though. Well, it, the muses thrive in adversity, is what I always say, and I think you've you've chosen yourself a nice cozy corner of adversity. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you're good with it. Yeah, I'm to the point where I'm all in, and it's no longer a question. It's a matter of when with Bitcoin, and you can't take that thought away from me. So it's just trying to pursue that then. Uh, <laughs> it's complicated. It's a gut feeling there, I guess. I just know. Yeah, you need people in your lifeboat. You know it's a lifeboat and you're and you're making signs like this is where this is how you get to the lifeboat. Yep, I actually am working on a life yacht because of Wicked Apple the other day was poking fun that it's no longer a uh, lifeboat, it's a life yacht. Just, you know, saying how much it's going to be worth someday. But yeah, get in the life yacht. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a shame that you're suffering the slings and arrows, shall we say, at work. But it does feed, it sounds like it also feeds you. They're, they're ribbing you. You're, you're trying to bring them along. But then you're coming home and you're making art and you're spending your weekends making art. What is a typical weekend? It isn't full time. It, there for a while in the winter, it was full time. I mean, full time. If I wasn't working... It was at the laptop trying to make a new image, trying to make a new one for every single day. And it got to be just too much. Now, I've, I don't know. I, I do it when I have the time. Everything else, like obviously family and kids come first. But there for a few months, I was so hooked onto it. I, I'm telling you, AI, it can make you really do some hard grinding on a computer. That's for sure. That's proof of work. Yeah. Yeah, look, that's the artist's burden, right? Yeah. It's not like uh, no one ever looked at the artist and with envy, I think. Yeah, the time that has to be put in for something else that isn't AI, just hand-drawing something out just to get one image, just crazy. Yeah, painters, sculptors. I put in not probably the same amount of time and effort, but I put in a lot of time just to get that image out, but I don't get it out every day. It's too much. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that every day is a requirement, right? No, no. How much are you balancing your desire to make a good image with its reception? Because I think we, as artists, there's the muses that call us and inspire us. In this case, it's Bitcoin. Your tool is Midjourney and AI tools. But then now you have a world where a million views comes your way. Are you pandering to an audience at some point? Or are you checking that to make sure you're not pandering? And I don't mean to frame it as such, right? But an artist is also concerned with audience and reception of their work, right? You want people to like it. Yes. So I'm pandering to the style, but I'm not deviating from my message of Bitcoin. Like if a bunch of people like a particular image, okay, so they like that. Let's try and roll with that for a while. And if that doesn't work, okay, we'll try a new style. But it's all in the effort to 
<laughs> make a Bitcoin related image. I've tried to do some stuff that isn't Bitcoin and it just doesn't feel right. No, we're figuring it out. If nothing else, you're getting feedback on your art. I'd say my own personal preference is more of the futuristic stuff. So that's just what I've always enjoyed. So yeah, you're 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 wrestling with all the classic tropes of artistic creation. Huh. All by yourself out there. Yeah, it's interesting to hear all this stuff that you're aware of and I'm just like going through and not even knowing it. It's it's like, huh, that makes sense. Now I know why I had that roadblock or this issue. And maybe you should suggest a book for me to read so I could figure out what's going on here. (laughs) Oh, geez. Too many of them, huh? Oh, no. Hopefully an audio (laughs) book. It's funny. I have an old friend who is my photography professor visiting me now. And the color photography textbook was Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. That was it. That was the singular book on the reading list for that semester. So I'm, I'm not sure an art book is what's even required. I think you're just naturally doing it. Hmm. And the same way you acknowledged and recognized that AI was going to bring voices that were otherwise incapable of expressing themselves, I think that your intuitive nature is bringing you to do the exact same thing. And, and the wrestling that an artist goes through is just, it's no different than anybody else's life. It's just, it's, it comes out with something to look at or saying. hear or whatever, right? Yeah, life is filled with struggles. Yeah. It's just that creativity is how we emerge from those struggles, generally. Yeah, yeah, I, that's really deep there. As you say, yeah, creativity is how you get through the struggles. Yeah, wow. That's like breed love there. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> Maybe I'm reading deeper in it than what it's supposed to be, but boy, that's a good one. I'm a, I'm I'm always victim of overthinking, though. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> How long do you think you're going to be doing this? Well, I would say until uh, until almost the whole world's on a Bitcoin standard. I guess <laughs> that would be. The end goal of this, I mean, to the point where like, yeah, we get it. We don't need it anymore. We understand Bitcoin is the way. But even then, you know, people would still appreciate it because of what it's done for society. So, boy, (laughs) I don't know. It'd be one of those things if instead of, uh, let's say, I can retire in 20 years, let's say I can retire in five years because of Bitcoin, I would put probably even more time into it just to make it and uh, push that as far as I can go with it. I don't know. I don't see an end to it. I don't think you need to have an end. I think that's the artist speaking right now. You've been sufficiently inspired. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it is definitely. Bitcoin does that to you. Cool. Yeah. And also, if we were to overlay previous inspirations, you know, religious iconography throughout the history of art, you know, didn't stop. Yeah. It still goes on, right? Jesus Christ is still a huge inspiration for artistic endeavor, was for centuries, yeah. or if not millennia. So I can't wait. It was, you're going to be like on V28. You'll be like, I'm still making. <laughs> still making things. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably just come straight from my mind, though. Who knows? <laughs> I admire your initiative because as a photographer, I've, I'm, I struggle a little bit to render the world of Bitcoin and the ideas it, it encompasses. So um, 
I'm, I'm really happy that Midjourney has arrived and I'm super happy that somebody like you has embraced it and is giving yourself voice and inspiring other people. Yeah, you're a humble man. You sit quiet. That's, that's cool. <laughs> well, I, I don't really get too many compliments, so <laughs> it's a little hard to uh, receive, I guess. Oh, man, I, I got turned on to your work through Aladdin at Bitcoin Trading Cards and then scrolled the hell out of your Twitter feed. And it just got me thinking about all kinds of stuff about the AI as an art form, about the history of art, you know, and I loved your play with the greats. Nighthawks, uh, The Great Wave, Starry Night. I think The Great Wave was one of my first ones that really got me going. And those images were just in the zeitgeist. You had seen them or you got... Yeah, yeah. I'd seen them and I was like, you know what? Let's, let's see what this will do. And Huh. Okay. All right. Let's work on that a little bit more, make it a little bit better. And then, yeah, I think about 30 images I had to go through, 30, maybe 30 or 40 to do The Wave. What that one was is uh, my friend's got uh, a picture of the original on his wall, just a poster. And I was like, yeah, let's try that. Cool. Look at that. You're, again, an artist would, would find inspiration in all kinds of places and let, let somebody else's um, aesthetic be incorporated into your own. And I like the idea that Midjourney doesn't have to have you restricted. Well, until then, what can we expect from you? Hopefully more striking images where people comment saying it's just like some of them are saying they want it as a tattoo. That is the response I'm trying to go for. Something where they want it to a, that kind of degree. And then hopefully show it to their friends. Every time someone says, oh, I took a screenshot. Good. I'll show it to your friend. Show it to somebody else. Keep showing it. More of the same, I guess, would be the thing. Just more striking images. Well, I have no doubt you're going to make them. I look forward to seeing them. Yeah, I've got some new stuff I've been working on this last week. It uses math as a prompt, like equations. That's cool. And That's cool. It's working pretty good. It's very interesting that AI responds as well as it does to equations as much as it does language. Well, I've always heard math is the language of the universe. It actually piqued my interest in math long after I was required to do any. And perhaps that's what's going on there. It makes sense to me that math works with AI. It makes sense, but it was just unexpected. It caught me off guard. I love it. Well, I look forward to being surprised. Hopefully so. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for, for spending the time with me. And, and I enjoyed learning more about your process and your efforts. Oh, it was great. And your artistic inspiration. Yeah, it was definitely great talking to you. It's great learning that a lot of the stuff I'm going through is typical. It's kind of unique. If I were to tell my wife some of the thoughts that I've had with this stuff, like what you've been saying, she wouldn't have an idea either. So it's a great just to, I don't know, that feedback. And I find it interesting that, that that's the case, but I do think that there's a, also a long tradition in the arts. Certainly the Impressionists were out there doing things together, sharing ideas as they were trying to push the world away from one thing to another that we as Bitcoiners and as artists, we should do the same thing. I'm in. We're part of the new Bitcoin school, maybe. That's what we'll have to, we'll give ourselves a name or something. I don't know. Except it's all the arts. It's not just a couple painters calling themselves impressionists or whatever, right? Uh -huh. We're, we're going to really, we're going to just come from all angles. Yeah, the memes, the arts, the books, 
I thought about like a five-step plan or something like that, where the first thing is a visuals, the second thing is like a meme, then the third thing is like a tweet, and then the fourth thing is more along the lines of a quick article, and then the fifth thing is like a book, you know, the steps to get you interested in the Bitcoin. I like it. So you're the tip of the spear. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so I was on prior military, and that was the French logo that they used to say. Is we, uh, I forget what it was. It's like French, I think it was. It was the tip of the spear is what it translated to. We are kindred spirits, dude. I like it. I like it. And I really, um, th- this is a fledgling effort on my part. It's been really fun chatting with folks inspired and who are making things. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have, <laughs> like I said, your feedback <laughs> explaining everything that's going on. I really do need like an audiobook and everything. <laughs> something, something to get me up to speed and everything that's going on. Well, I don't think, I think you're, I think you're doing it intuitively and you needn't, you needn't uh, corrupt. <laughs> I shouldn't dabble in that. It might alter me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think you're, you're it, Bitcoin has been your path. I think if it continues to inspire you, then, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It'll work itself out. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Anyway, you, we have, you have a new friend over here. <sighs> and um, if you ever needed advice or, or a straight shooting critique before you release something, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all about it. All right. Well, you might be getting a lot then. Right. right. So that's the Chinese curse, right? Be careful what you wish for. You may get it. All right, brother. Look, I'm, I think dinner's on over here. So. All right. Well, you enjoy. All right. Thank you. And I appreciate your time. And we'll see you soon enough. I'm yeah, this is good. Dig it, brother. Cheers. All right. Bye. Yep, bye. There you have it. I've put links to Hack Zero on Twitter and anything else in the show notes. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the Bitcoin News in your favorite podcast app. Perhaps dip your feet into the value-for-value model over on Fountain or Breeze. That'll help me and OpenSats. Thank you to my brother Branch for the music. Thanks to you for listening. And thanks again to Hag Zero for sharing his time and energy on the Bitcoin Muse. Onward.